What's up my fellow Scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about an article from Forbes magazine, Scott Mendelson. He wrote an article talking about the box office of Solo. Everyone's trying to discuss and figure out what's going on with this. And this got sent to me. Someone asked me to respond to it and comment on it at first. I wasn't going to, so it's a day later. Actually, he asked me two days ago. But then I decided this needed to be responded to. If you read in through the whole article, he's kind of not even really arguing the point as much, but the title of the article is enough to kind of need a response because most people don't read into the article and it's not to the very bottom that he kind of tries to save face a little bit. But the article is titled, Are White Males Poison in the Box Office? Now this is absolutely the craziest thing that I could ever begin to imagine and <laughs> It's beyond infuriating that I even got to discuss this. This is one of these things that's it's a video that I'm responding to a stupid article someone wrote that has no real basis in his argument as I will go through and try to just defend and break down point by point all the way through it. But what all this does is it tries to make it into because I'm trying to argue and go against this stupid point. This is the type of thing that people look to and try to argue and say that I'm a, I'm a hidden racist or I'm a neo-Nazi. As some of the people commented when I cheered on the fact that Solo was not doing well in the box office, a movie directed by a white guy about a white guy, that I'm cheering to be bad, that he's now arguing that it's white people that are the problem, like why the box office isn't doing well, yet me saying that it's positive that it didn't do well made me a neo-Nazi and a racist. It's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's so annoying, it's beyond annoying. But I'm going to go through this and I'm going to do it, despite the fact that this is just, this is just causing problems because people are stupid. People are so dumb and they look, they pick out the dumbest little things and like this guy right here writing this article, that it has something to do with race. That that's what it is. Race and gender. That because he's a white male, it's failing. His first paragraph disproves us. <laughs> As all of this stuff he says disproves itself. The first paragraph, he talks about that it's it's not doing well, and if it wants to have a chance to compete with the prior Star Wars films, that the only way it's going to do is if it has a huge uh, overseas thing, which is unlikely because he says it's not a Spectre film, which if, you know, Spectre is uh, got a white guy leading it, so that's kind of a whoops, slipped up and put that one in there. And then Pirates of the Caribbean, which is led by uh, Johnny Depp, another white guy. And then the second, the new guy that they brought into the series, also a white guy. Very unfortunate. I'm sure that was a slip up. And then the third one, which you might could say he kind of got away with a little bit, was Fast Six. But that's led by Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel says that he is a person of color. But let's look at it. He doesn't know who his father is. Yes, his stepfather is black, but that doesn't actually have anything to do with his blood or race as a whole. And if you look at him across the room somewhere, you're going to say, that's a white guy because his mom is Scottish, German, Irish, and English. Those are about as, <laughs> as white as you can get. So I don't care what you try to say, Rachel Dalzell or whatever that woman's name is. It's an idiot. You're white. You're, you're, you're white. And the vast majority of people seeing you are going to go, oh, that's white. But the thing is, is people don't care. And then if you want to go even further on that, that was Paul Walker was in that movie as well. Paul Walker, white. So yeah, you just disproved it by saying that the only way it can do better is if it would have had a movies with white people in it. <laughs> It's just, oh man, it just doesn't make any sense. It's, 
it's comically funny, actually. And then that's where he goes in. He says, it's ironic the first failure is a white guy starring in a film. And he says that conventional wisdom is comically just outdated, saying that in the past that they believed minority-led and female-led movies struggle overseas. Now, <laughs> I, the only one you're talking about is this Hollywood. <laughs> Those are the people that's that are making it. I don't know what you're trying to say. Like, that is your people doing your stuff. It's We just watch the films. You put well, something out, if it's a good film, we watch it. Which is why you there wasn't racist riots about Black Panther because people didn't care. That's why there wasn't sexist riots about Wonder Woman or Mad Max because we didn't care. They were good films. We watched them. We enjoyed them. But let's keep going on with his points. The first one he brings up is Tomb Raider, which was 14th overall. And 79% of its money was made overseas. But right above that is 13th place with Maze Runner, which made 79.7%. .7 and guess what? It was led by this guy named Dylan. He's white. It's kind of interesting that you, you point to this as like, oh, here's an example. See, the female did really good overseas. But then the male is right above it. Now, see, here's where it gets into the thing. And I, I'm, I'm going to touch on this once or twice through this video. Just to set before someone sees it and goes, oh, you're being a racist, you're being a sexist, you're just... No, see, this is the problem is you do these types of articles and then I have to defend to, against your point, which is white people are poison. But then what it looks like when you watch my video is that I'm just trying to say, oh, it only needs to be white people. No, as I just said before, Black Panther was good. Wonder Woman was good. Mad Max Fury Road was good. I just watched the other day and I'm probably going to watch the second one tonight. Kill Bill, led by a female character. Almost an all-female cast in the first one, or at least the, the main people. I mean, I don't care. I want a good movie. I want really well-done films, and I'll be happy. I mean, it's it, so this. I'm just proving the point that his argument is awful. <laughs> Next, he says Moonlight made more money overseas. Well, it made it made 57.2 percent overseas. But that doesn't really see again. He's he's pointing out one thing, and he, he's trying to pull the magic trick of don't pay attention over here, because one Moonlight it didn't play in hardly any films. If you look at the list, there was like the vast majority of the weekends was only playing in like three or four hundred theaters in the nation, as compared to like four thousand for some of the bigger movies. But let's go to a good comparison: the prior Oscar-winning movie Revenant, led by a white actor ended up making over 65.5% of its money overseas. So again, you just shut yourself down. <laughs> like, just put the full argument out there. Just say you don't know why. This is the problem they're trying to, they don't want to say it was a boycott. They don't want to say that The Last Jedi was terrible and that it's ruining Star Wars and that that's the cause of it. So they can't, they're trying to find anything. The first thing was that, oh, there's fatigue, which just doesn't hold up because everyone just threw out the argument immediately afterwards that Black Panther did like $1.3 billion and while it was still running, then Avengers Infinity War came in, which is now probably across $2 billion at this point. So it just, it doesn't hold up. I've done my video where I broke down, I'll post it somewhere, that about the box office and how fatigue doesn't work. Because if you look at it, Marvel has done 19 movies in 10 years. I believe nine movies since The Force Awakens came out. And it's still doing relatively the same as it's always done. And they post up to three movies a year. And Star Wars is only doing one. It has 
nothing to do with fatigue. And I think they understand that that's a terrible argument. So now the argument comes out from brilliant Mr. Scott Middleton that it must be because it was a white guy. That was the problem. So his next point is Wonder Woman which as I've said is really good. Peach has to point out that Wonder Woman did really well overseas. Wonder Woman was 10th in 2017 with 49.8% of the money coming from overseas. Now if you look right above it though, Thor Ragnarok was 63% of its money made overseas and ninth overall. It's, a, it's amazing actually if you begin to look at, you know, <laughs> his arguments, how quickly they can be disproved. You just look one slot above whatever point he's trying to make and it disproves his point. But to further disprove his point on Wonder Woman being this overseas point to prove that white men don't work and that minorities and females are the only way, again, I'm going to continue to say this because I, I'm just, I, I'm sick of the, Stupid arguments saying that I'm sexist or racist. It's so ignorant. Anyone that has looked any time on my videos, I've actually done videos about how what Last Jedi did with Finn was racist. And my argument is that Finn should have been the Jedi of this movie. I'll post that up as well. That Finn should have been the one that was the Jedi leading the movie. I wanted a minority in it because of what it just... Um... But we go a little bit further. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was 8th in 2017 and had 54.9% of the overseas. And then if you go into 6th place, you have Spider-Man Homecoming, 62% of overseas. Now, all three of those have a higher percentage overseas than Wonder Woman does and are placed higher up on the overall box office worldwide. So why is he trying to point? See, he, he does this constantly. He constantly varies his argument. He adjusts it just a little bit where most people, if they even begin to read the article, will pass it and not pay as much of attention. Most people just read the title and they'll begin to think, like, oh, wow, yeah, it must be white people. That must be the problem. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. And this is why when people say, oh, why are y'all getting into identity politics? Why do you hate the SJW stuff? Because the SJW stuff tries to make everything into some kind of identity politics. We can't, you can't just, you know, be fans of Star Wars. Like, why can't I just be a fan of Star Wars and then a black guy or a female or an Asian or whatever else it is? Why can't it just be we're Star Wars fans and we agree or disagree on whether or not the Star Wars movie is good or bad? Same with the way Marvel is. Why does it have to be like, oh, we got to, okay, we just did the movie with a black guy in it. Okay, now we got to have the movie with the, you know, a Latino in it. And oh, now we got to have a female-led movie. Like, how about, okay, if they're the best actors, if you tell me Michael B. Jordan's in the next Star Wars movie, all for it, you guys. A phenomenal actor, and I will watch anything he's in. If you tell me that somebody like Char uh, Charlize Theron's in a movie, or my favorite female actress, Alicia Vikander, that anytime I get the chance to tell somebody, go watch Ex Machina, it's amazing. I didn't watch Tomb Raider. It didn't seem to be very good, but she is an unbelievable actress, and we'll get to her husband a little bit later in this article, but you tell me you get great actresses, and I'm going to be all for it. You tell me you get good actors, I don't care what color they are, or what race they are, I don't care. None of us do. <laughs> Not none of us. There's a small little percentage. And the argument that they try to go with largely comes from the with the race thing. With a lot of people when the first trailer came out for Force Awakens. And Finn popped up. It was a black guy in a stormtrooper outfit. And a lot of people said, you can't have a black guy as a stormtrooper. And they wanted to play that that was racist. Now, might there have been a small percentage of people that were racist? 
possible. The vast majority though are just ignorant to Star Wars and what's happened in Star Wars. See, if the last movies that came out were the prequels, which showed that Jango Fett, um, actually I believe Latino or Australian, uh, darker skinned but you know white ultimately kind of, that he was he was cloned and that's what made up all the clone troopers. And so a lot of people thought that that still continued. So when they see an actor that doesn't look like Jango Fett, they said, that, that's not right. What are you doing? You can't have a black eye. It was unfortunate. But that's the vast majority of the people. Again, as I said, and many other people have argued, like they were let down. People don't like that Finn didn't end up being the Jedi. People aren't complaining about that. People are complaining because you say, oh, Captain Phasma is a female. And your whole argument for a character being good or bad is, oh, they're a female. It's a female villain. It's a female villain. You must like it. Well, what about what else about it? What is it doing? What does she do in the movie? Oh, so she's a crap villain. Like that's the thing. You, <laughs> you, you make the character about their identity, whether white, black, Latino, male, female, but you don't make the character about the character. We don't care. We do not care, and that's why we liked Black Panther. And the, that was the benefit, I believe, of Black Panther, is that it was almost entirely a black cast. And so it wasn't about, like, one of the characters had to be just the black guy. They were all black. And so they just made a really good characters. I also think Ryan Coogler, Coogler is just an unbelievable director. He did amazing in Fruitvale Station and amazing in Creed. And he did, a, you know, I think this might actually be his worst out of the three. Uh, it was still really good, but he had a lot on his plate with this, trying to develop so much of Wakanda when it was completely new, but this isn't a Black Panther breakdown. But you had a great director and great writer with great actors that you just developed the characters, and it did well. Same thing with Wonder Woman. Guess what happened with Wonder Woman? She had to struggle at the beginning. She had to learn. Something that hasn't happened with a certain other character that you find out only in books that while having her mind read, she read the other person's mind and that gave her all the information she needed to be able to you know, use the force. And then also if you read the books, the force kind of took over and moved her arms around like this isn't like we don't, it's awful. <laughs> it's absolutely awful. But to be fair, because I'll be fair, unlike him, if you do look at those a little bit higher above all three of the movies that I just listed led by male characters, the male leads, right above it, you have Beauty and the Beast with 60% overseas, and it's the second biggest box office of 2017. And The Last Jedi was led by a female, and it's the number one box office. But it only has 53% overseas. But to be fair and to say, like, again, I'm not against a female lead. I'm not against any other. I'm, I'm against bad movies. And that's my problem. And my problem is people that are writing these articles and journalists and media trying to make everything as if everyone in the world's so racist and the white people only want to see white people and the black people only want to see black people and the women only want to see women. Like it's stupid. And that's my problem. And that's what's the problem with what's been going on so far with this. He points out, as I've said, yes, Black Panther did do amazing. It was an event film. It was a special film in the sense that it was the first like superhero movie that had all black characters, mostly all black characters inside of it. Now there are some prior black superheroes before it, but it was something that was kind of an event, like the Wonder Woman, the first female 
real female-led superhero film. But as he even mentions here, there's two other white-led star superhero movies that have done better. Again, I shouldn't have to argue this point. I shouldn't have to make, I shouldn't have to bring down what Black Panther did because what Black Panther did was amazing. Absolutely mind-blowing, impressive, beyond belief what it did. But because of articles like this, I've got to sit here and do something that's going to bring down the impressiveness of Black Panther. And it's so stupid. He then goes to the funniest thing ever, which he says, Coco is the first non-sequel white guy hit for Pixar since Up. Why you got to use just non-sequel white guy? Now, the reason being is as we begin to go through it is because then he only can narrow it down to one movie and not have to look and really compare because right after Up was Toy Story 3, which he doesn't want to have to compare the box offices between Coco and Toy Story 3 because it doesn't look as good. Toy Story 3 was bigger and made more money worldwide. Then you have Cars 2, which is a sequel, and it's Cars. Then you have Brave, which is a girl, a white girl, that made more foreign, but still did terrible overall. Then you have Monsters, which is Monsters, and then you have Inside Out, which is another white girl. It made less overseas, but still made more overall than Coco did. Then you have Good Dinosaur, and I guess this is what you would consider the white guy of it, a little kid that's a white, I suppose. It did 63% foreign, but it just bombed overall. So this isn't the thing of a white guy. It's the thing of a horrible movie. And you'll see this as the trend kind of runs down as he tries to prove his point and say, no, see, if you say a white movie did well, then I'll show you a white movie that did bad. Okay, like, that doesn't... Your argument is, is that white males as a lead is poison. <laughs> so all I've got to disprove is that it's not poison. I don't have to disprove that they fail because they do fail. Movies fail. That, I mean, you know, that's what I see him. He changes the argument to try to hold up his point, but his point just, as I've already shown, it's, it's failed. But we'll continue down the article. Next is Finding Dory, which is a fish. Then you have Cars 3, which is Cars. Then you have Coco. So he put it that way because there's only one movie that was a male lead that wasn't a sequel that didn't do well. It did terrible. Nobody wanted to watch The Good Dinosaur. It didn't even get good reviews and it made the worst out of any, I believe, any Pixar movie made up to that point. But if you look at the male leads prior, they did better. And if you look at the female leads, they did a little bit better than Coco, but they didn't do better than those male leads, which leads to his next point that he says, no wonder Incredibles 2 is going to be female-led. <laughs> which is funny because we, we are shown that they didn't do that well, actually. The, the female leads are some of their lowest grossing movies. So, ironically, that's what they've been doing. This is a trend they've been following, that they've been doing more female-led characters, which, again, is fine, my God. But it, it doesn't, like, the fact that he says, no wonder they're going to do it. Well, really, their biggest movies are white male-led movies. But is Incredible 2 going to do better than all of these? I think so. Is it going to be do, do better than Incredibles 1? I think so, but I think that's not because it's a female-led movie. I think it's because Incredibles was incredible. And because people have been wanting to see an Incredibles 2 for a really long time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm probably going to review it. I'm definitely going to go see it. And so, yeah, I think that's the reason why. It's not because it's a female-led. Stop, stop paying attention to the freaking gender 
or the color of a person to decide whether or not something's going to do well or not. Like, let's look at the talent, and the talent behind Incredibles is incredible. That's two of those puns in a row. That's incredible. Then he goes to The Rock and talks about how well The Rock's doing, which... <laughs> The Rock is a box office superstar. Like that's not it's not arguable. But what what just shows that he's strawmanning and that he doesn't have a legitimate argument is his comparison is to Michael Fassbender, which angers me because Michael Fassbender is probably my favorite actor in all of Hollywood right now. The guy is so freaking talented. It is unbelievable. But he compares him to Michael Fassbender, who's never been a box office star. He's known more for smaller movies, even though he has been in the X-Men movies. He's more known for movies like Hunger, Fish Tank. 12 Years a Slave, uh, Shame, all of these different types of movies that are much slow west, and he's unbelievable in them. He did well in Steve Jobs as well. And also, you add to that that he's not a box office guy, and then you add to the fact that it's Assassin's Creed, which is a video game, that video game movies have never done well at the box office. This is what I mean by he's strawmanning the argument. He, he's trying to twist and turn it to try to prove his point instead of looking at the facts and deciding on what's, what's the actual cause. He comes up with an answer and he's trying to figure out the way to make it fit his answer that he has. But even if we look at it, because he mentions Rampage, he says that Rampage did really well with Rock leading as an actor. Seventh overall, 77%, and it made $319 million overseas. But if you look in fourth place overall, you've got Ready Player One with 76.6% overseas and $443 million made. Guess who's the lead of Ready Player One? Another really talented actor, Ty Sheridan. White guy. Also not a box office name. Most people haven't seen him. He's only been in a, some of the smaller things. He's starting to get bigger. Again, he was in the recent X-Men films. But that's the point is if you look, every time he tries to bring up a point, it's the point is, is the movie. There's a few stars. The Rock is a star. His movies aren't the best movies, but he's a star, and they work. It's kind of like the Transformers movies somehow always end up working, and the same with the Fast and the Furious movies. Those are shut your mind off and enjoy the chaos that's going, and they work for what they are. But outside of those big blockbusters that are going to be big because of what they are, it comes down to, is a movie good? doesn't matter what color the actors are. He then lists movies that are starring minorities and women who succeed. So now it's about the whole cast. <laughs> See, he picks on Fast and the Furious again and uh, the Resident Evil movies. And he talks about that it's the full cast. Well, if you look at the full cast, Star Wars has had that. And if you look at Solo, Solo's got it. Yeah, you got a white lead, but you also have a female that's right behind it, his love interest. And you have Lando that's right there. And the other one's the dog. <laughs> I mean, you got Chewbacca. So this cast is spread out. So shouldn't that mean it should succeed? Because that's what you're saying. But because, again, he's trying to prove his point with the argument where he's trying to add on to the list of how many movies he can name that he's stretching it now. Now it's not just leads. Now it's you know, the cast starring a wide variety of people in it, which is he's going to throw in another one to kind of disprove himself, but see, he mentions it, so then it's not a disproving because he mentions A Wrinkle in Time later. Then he brings up Pacific Rim Uprising, which has John Boyega in it, a very talented actor. Uh, I love him. 
I think he's hilarious. I want to see him do very, very well, and I think he's very talented. He did Pacific Rim. It did not do well overall. He starts off by trying to prove the point, saying that he did so well in China. And he's trying to prove a point yet again that, you know, if you go with minorities instead of white people, they're going to do better. And he points out that there's, a, you know, they, they picked a specific Chinese actress so that it would do better in the box office in China. And that the Chinese box office for them ended up doing uh, close to $99 million. And he says that they picked John Boyega instead of Scott Eastwood. Why would you pick Scott Eastwood? He's not even a known actor. <laughs> Like it's like saying, oh, he, they didn't pick Jai Courtney. What? Why won't you? At least Michael Fassbender is like done something, and he's talented. You pick Scott Eastwood. That's your argument. You compare John Boyega to Scott Eastwood. I mean, this is the this is the problem. But then, okay, let's look at that because they talk about that, and then it goes on to again. He compared. He loves to kind of flip flop on the way he's arguing. Now he's been arguing all the overseas numbers. That's all that he's been arguing up to this point. That overseas it does better with minorities and women and, you know, basically black people is his argument at this point. But then you go and you look at The Force Awakens. It barely did better in China, which that's, I'm covering China only because that was his argument for Pacific Rim is that they did really well in China. But yet Ray, with John Boyega, Barely beat it for Force Awakens, one of the biggest event films of all time. So then we jump to Rogue One, which they actually brought in some Asian, Asian actors to try to do better in Asia because they didn't do well, as they had hoped, with Rogue One. That made even less money foreign as it did domestic, despite it having the most minority characters. There's not even a white male lead in the movie. You can say the white villain, which is a trend of Star Wars at this point. And you can get why, because idiots like this write articles that try to make it out were poison, so I guess we'd make a good villain. But you got a female-led actress. Then you've got uh, Cassian Andor, played by Diego Luna, a Latino actor. Then you've got uh, Shirt Mway, played by Donnie Yen, and I don't know the other one names, Baze Malvis, I don't know his actual name. Both Asian characters, I'm sorry, I don't know their actually actual countries. And... Then you got Saul Guerrero, played by Robert, no, God, it's going to make me mad, Whitaker, I can't think of his first name, you know who he is, Forrest Whitaker, played by Forrest Whitaker, and yeah, this racist fan base that you're going to get to later that you're going to talk about how we're evil, exact word, that are boycotting this movie, this was almost everyone's favorite Disney movie. So that kind of disproves your argument. It's not about the characters. We liked this movie. This was everyone's favorite, and it had no white leads other than the female. But again, we're sexist, so that should be even a negative. Yet we enjoyed it. We loved it. We cheered it on. We said this was the best that we got. Some people even keep it in their own canon because they don't like Disney canon. So why is that? Like, why, why are we considering this part if we're so racist? How, why? But yet, Rogue One only did $69 million in China, which barely beats the opening box office of the Pacific Rim movie, and then 30 on the opening weekend, which is half of what Pacific Rim did. Then if you go to The Last Jedi, it only did $47 million in China. So, 
maybe the issue is that these movies have been getting progressively worse. And maybe the fact that we've added so much more because they talk about it in The Last Jedi, that it's, it's basically all minority or female-led characters. You've got Rey, female. You've got John Boyega, Finn, black. You've got Poe Dameron, Latino. You've got uh, Laura Lenny, female. You've got Rose Tico, female Asian. Yeah, it bombed. It didn't bomb. Wrong word choice. It did not do well worldwide. It can progressively dropped. Maybe because it's not very good. And maybe those progressively worse movies, that's why Solo's bombing. Because no one wants to watch what Disney has been doing so far because no one likes it. Because it hasn't been good. Because you've done crap characters. And this is where the identity politics argument comes in. Where you pick it and it's like, oh, Rose is going to be good because Rose is a female Asian. So then everyone's going to like it because she's a female Asian. There's no really other any characteristics other than annoying that she has. Same thing with Rey. Oh, she's the female lead. Yet she has nothing. She might as well be a robot. If it came out tomorrow that she was an android... Everyone about oh that makes a lot of sense because she has she, she there's nothing that makes her feminine at all <laughs> there's nothing it's the most toned down version of a female you could ever have if there was ever a thing for sexist men to like it would be her because you can't even tell she's a female the vast majority of the movie at all so their argument of this is it's, it's imploding on itself. Solo is the same way. It's just, it's, it's self it's got one male lead. And is that really the thing that's changing it? Is that, or is it other things? He then says, as I mentioned before, that it's Solo failing because it's just a white male lead. And then he says that viewing The Last Jedi as propaganda, SJW propaganda, is evil. Well, what about this? What about this racist article saying that white men are poison to the box office? Is that evil? Because I've proved that you have no stance at all. That every argument you've had, I've rebutted and proved wrong. So is that evil? Because we've got an argument. And there's a lot more people, and I've had in my last video about the blockbuster, where there's a whole lot of people from a whole lot of places that are gay, that are straight, that are black, that are white, that are Asian, that are from Europe, that are from America, all of these. They're saying they're being called racist and sexist and they hate the politics. And they, yes, I've got liberals as well as conservatives saying that it's like too, it's too, you know, just shoved in there, man. It's getting annoying. We just want to watch Star Wars. So, yeah, it's interesting, huh? So maybe it's not evil. Maybe what you're doing is evil. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe y'all are the problem and we're not the problem. And you can try to shove out all your stuff. And do all of that. But there's people that are like me that will put together. And even though I don't have that much of a reach. I'm going to put it together and I'm going to prove every little point you've done completely wrong. Then he says that he won't give the credit to the boycott. But he says he couldn't have seen this perfect storm coming. So that some kind of perfect storm happened. And he couldn't see it coming that Solo would bomb so well. So they knew all of this leading into it. But they could. no one could project that Solo was going to do as bad as it was going to do. Yet everyone wants to ignore the fact that maybe there's a boycott. But in the end, it's not that it's a white male lead. He then says that you can throw out a bunch of white male-led blockbusters that did really well. And he says he'll respond with the pan movie, <laughs> Terminator Genesis or Genesis or however you say that stupid movie, and Exodus Gods and Kings as examples of other movies that failed. Again, he's, he's creating 
this kind of false dilemma where he's like, ha, gotcha. But see, your argument was that white men poison the box office. So by listing a bunch of movies that have done well with white men proves that they're not poisoned to the box office. So ultimately, it disproves your point. But even with that, even with the fact that I've already one up you and this is just kind of this, it's a fake argument with a fallacy, you've got three movies. One came out in 2014 and two came out in 2015. It's, if your point's so easily proven, why can't you come up with something from 2016, 2017, or 2018? Why you gotta go so far back to pick three of the worst movies to come out in a while to prove your point? Why is that the case? Why? Maybe it's because you don't have a point and you know your point's been proven wrong and you've thrown this little bit in here to try to trick people that are on your side to say, oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's definitely that there's an issue. And to his benefit, he does right after go and say that Black Panther did really well, but Wrinkle in Time bombed. But again, he's just trying to save himself and this is towards the bottom of the article. The title is the issue. Now, if you would have put it and said, okay, is it safe to say now that, you know, white males aren't the only safe bet for the overseas now would that have been okay yeah it would have been okay but guess what it wouldn't have done got a lot of views and that's why he didn't do it so yeah you're just a pathetic sellout is all you are and it's embarrassing because your points can be disproved by a child he then says not all white leads fell but he also says not all white not all minorities bomb either well duh no one says that only idiots think this way it's like y'all create this imaginary group of people that are just sitting there as racist and as sexist as can be and just think that you know women can't do anything and black people can't do anything which is ironically exactly how finn was written in the last jedi novel as i broke down and explained before <laughs> that that's how he was played out as an extremely racist like 1930s black caricature so maybe you should look into yourselves a little bit because no one else is sitting here thinking like oh that's a black guy in the movie that movie's going to do terrible <laughs> those stupid black people so dumb who do you think you're talking to who do you think these people are because they don't exist or maybe 1% of 1% of them exist in the world. It's so dumb. Then he goes into saying that they need to focus on specific demographics like they did with It and Girls Trip, which just makes absolutely no sense to me because neither one of these did that great. Girls Trip only made $140 million overall. Why is this the example of what they need to focus on? And then It ended up doing 13th overall. And right above it is Coco and Wonder Woman, which is two that you've named, but what about the rest of them that are above it on the box office? That didn't focus demographically on a specific thing. Maybe, just maybe, it needs to be good movies. Maybe that's the reason why. Instead of trying to point to all the, you gotta hit demographics, you gotta hit certain identity politics, what about once every one of them's hit? What about that? What are you gonna do then? What about Logan? What, what demographics did that hit? What about the first Deadpool movie? What demographics did that hit? It's not about that. It's about making good movies that people want to watch. Why did so many white people go and watch Black Panther? When I went to watch it, it was probably 60% white in there. Because we, it was a good movie. People wanted to see it. That's why they kept going back to see it. Did that have some effect because it was, I'm not going to pretend that that didn't demographically affect something because it did. 
but you can't have that all the time. Just make good movies. That's the key thing. And the benefit of why Black Panther made 1.3 billion isn't because it was a black-led film. It was because it was a really good film. People liked that movie. And then it was boosted by that it was demographically specific to black people. He then finishes up with saying that it's too late to do fantasy films with a boring white guy lead, that, that movies won't work like that anymore. I guarantee you if they would have taken Rey from being the lead and made Luke the lead of The Last Jedi and it would have been a story about him and how awesome he was, that movie would have done better than any other movie in history. So no, it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not he was white or female or whatever. It was a character character that we wanted to see that's beloved and if it would have made by a director that knew what the crap he was doing that knows about Star Wars. People want Star Wars made with Star Wars lore. If you make a Star Wars movie that is about Star Wars the way we enjoy Star Wars, then it would be absolutely, everyone would go nuts over it. But guess what's not going to happen when you don't make that? People aren't going to be happy. People aren't going to want to see it. And what's infuriating is this is like 30 minutes long on this video right now trying to break down your stupid article that's got one little title that you put out that's going to cause more division and more issue between people going forward. And it's not doing anything to try to solve any problem with anything going on. It's absolutely infuriating because someone's going to watch this and someone's going to sit here and try to make it out that I've got like that I'm racist or that I'm sexist because I'm making this point. And it, because they're going to ignore all the points that I said about how all of the movies that I do like like and that all it comes down to is whether or not the characters are good and I'm gonna start doing a series on how to write women because Star Wars clearly doesn't know how to write women so I'm gonna start doing it and I'm gonna start pointing out all the great female leads that we've had before that were written well because they were able to be they were allowed to be able to struggle and that struggle is what causes us to be able to connect with them which then allows us to cheer with them as they begin to succeed this hasn't been allowed with the female characters so far before Slightly, there was some with Jen Erso with Rogue One, which again is one that everyone kind of likes. But he argues that like, oh, these movies that were led by white people that failed would have done better if they were led by black people. That's not, it's not true. They were just bad movies. Make good movies. You get talented people like they had in Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman, awesome actor. Michael B. Jordan is just a stud, unbelievable actor. Great director and Ryan Coogler. You do well. That's why Denzel Washington has always done well as an actor. Everyone, like, we don't care. That's you. That's y'all trying to put these stupid little identities and whether or not a certain genitalia exists on someone with whether or not it should be liked or not. And it's annoying, it's old, it's past its time. I've disproved all your stupid little arguments, Scott Mendelson. It's dumb and pathetic. And I've wasted a day doing this crap. And it really annoys me. It absolutely annoys me because this is so dumb. It's such a waste of my time. I should be breaking down novels or breaking down movies or doing other stuff that other people on my channel want to see that can be beneficial. And I guess if this proves to someone that there isn't this racist, sexist thing in the Star Wars community and the only toxic stuff is coming from that side, not our side, then sure, it was beneficial. But I'm so sick of doing this crap. This isn't what I got onto this thing to do it for. I don't want to do that. I want to show what makes good movies, why movies are great, why characters are great, why people love them. I want to break it down. I want to show historically what you know, archetypal characters and 
I want to talk about that, not this stupid identity politics. I would have started a po political channel if this is the crap I wanted to go, but I didn't. I didn't. And it's just, it's infuriating. But anyways, thank you very much for watching. Uh, I'll have a podcast, my podcast, which is just this, because some of my videos like this one end up getting longer because I just go on and on. But that'll be linked down below if you want to get that on Apple Podcasts or just type in Carbonite Chat. I also have a link to my Tee Public page where I'll have some different shirts and stuff that I have for sale if you would like to pick up any of those. And then I also have some other videos like the blockbuster movies that I mentioned, uh, or the box office movie that I mentioned, and whatever else I decide at the end of it. I'm just worn out by this video at this point. Thank you very much for watching for this extended time. I look forward to hearing all of your thoughts and opinions down below and uh, hopefully they will all be reasoned and well thought out and hopefully I have been reasoned and well thought out with this I believe I have I'm usually uh, quite sure that I make sure that I do that with my videos which is why I don't care about talking about this stuff and be worried about anyone that's open-minded or reasonable thinking that I'm something I'm not like a racist or a sexist because that's absurd and you can't know me, you can't know who I am or listen to me talk for any period of time and still think that that's true. So thank you guys. Thank all the guys, all of you that thank me for doing this, that always comment on my videos um, and say nice things. Uh, I mean, I thank y'all in the comments, but I want to do it on video. To you know, It really does mean a lot. I enjoy it. Uh, it, it really keeps me going seeing those types of comments. I have cracked 2,000, which is pretty cool. Um, Hopefully it'll keep going up a little bit. But thank you guys for watching. And never forget you nerf herders. I love you.